welcome, welcome. This is Relationships uh, You know me. The Relationship Guru, a.k.a. Big Goo. And, you know, I got the rabbi. The Relationship Rabbi. I got I'm Big Nudge on. I'm present. Uh-huh. And then we got the Ambassador of Love on here with us today. And we, uh, so let's give her a warm welcome, y'all. Hello, guys. So, my love right. <laughs> all right, Rabbi. So go on, take us up through there. Well, I was going to have us a, a small word of prayer, but I'm going to jump in and go ahead. Yeah, well, because go ahead. The reason why I wanted to go in. No, no, no. I'm jo no, not jokingly <laughs> about prayer, but the reason why I wanted to pray because we got our special guest presenting her book titled The ABC of Love. And she is self-titled The Ambassador of Love. Yeah. So Miss Lewis, please give us some information on, I guess, what inspired you to write this book. And is this your first book? And if not so, how many books have you written so far? All right. Well, thank you so much, Rabbi, for having me. Magic, thank you guys for sharing this opportunity with me and Miss D. Uh, Love Jones, thank you. First, I want to share with you that this is actually my third book, Rabbi. My very uh -huh. first book I published in 2016. It was called Keep Calm is Simply Your Journey. And it was 27 life quotes where I included a journal. So after you read that life quote, you could then write and just kind of feel however you're feeling in that moment. My second book, is called um, The Art of Love, okay? And I wrote this with seven other individuals. And so it's an anthropology of love stories, whether it's love in a relationship, um, love with your friends, intimate, um, and it's a compilation of poems as well. And last but not least is The ABCs of Love. I think in life, we kind of overcomplicate things, Rabbi. And I'm about simplicity. And I don't think, like I said, things doesn't have to be complicated. So when I was thinking about this book, I wanted to kiss, right? Keep it simple. What's important to me? I like really simple things. I love love. I, I pray that everybody finds their partner because love is something special. And when you meet the right person, it's even more divine. So that's just a little bit about me. Um, I'm a creator by right. I love to paint. I love to take photos. I'm just a creator. And so however it shows up in that moment, I move with it. And, um, you know, I wrote this book back in April, you know, mm -hmm. at the onset of Corona, right? And everybody was at home, but I chose to seize this moment and create. And so that's, awesome. there you go. That's awesome. Uh, do you love any any questions? Yeah, uh, right I, I want to ask a little bit more about the book. So who is your target audience for the book? Like, you know, is it is it just helping people to understand love and how to approach it? Resetting expectations like what what is what are people um, what can they expect to get out of the book? Okay, well, I'll, as I mentioned, simplicity, right? I don't want you to overcomplicate it because one of the keys to communicating and loving is communication, which is the C of the book. Uh, my target audience are, I want those who are excited about love, 
Perhaps you've had a bad experience and you're looking at love from a view perspective. And so you're not 100%, but it's called the grown folks edition. So if you over 18, it's for you, right? Because now we are growing up. So the same way when you were a child, you would play. Now we're adults and it's a new way to play the game. Well, I, I like that, but you know, it's still some adults still playing like children. So what kind of, <laughs> what advice out of the three books are mainly this last book, The ABCs of Love, what recommendation or suggestion would you give to adults in a particular situation? I mean, you can set up the actual example yourself if you would like, but what advice would you give to the adults that are still playing like kids? Okay. Well, you know what? That brings me back to you all's previous episode that I had an opportunity uh, to watch. You talked about the little girls playing house, right? And we've been playing <laughs> house since we were kids. And then you mentioned that a young man, his dad, she have got him a, a fake mower, right? So he knows how to yeah, cut the yard. Uh, yeah. I thought that was really profound. Um, so to the people, you know, who are still playing house and, and haven't gotten it together, again, it's, simp it's simple. So it may go over their head, right? Because you're looking for something extravagant. But really, um, just to kind of really set up the situation, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can I always say you can talk about the shoes that you've walked in. So I want to share me and my partner, mm -hmm. you know, for the book. We got a door. I'm excited. I love my partner. When I tell you I adore the man that he is, that's exciting to be able to be in harmony and compassion with somebody that you honor and adore that person, right? So I think it's just, hey, sometimes in relationships, we don't always have to do the same thing, but we can communicate. Us both could read that same book sit down and I can digest it one way and he can take it another way, you know, but we, when we connect and we talk about adoring, what does that mean for you? So I think when I'm saying grown folks, sometimes couples, we can do new things. We don't always got to go out to eat. Uh, you, you mentioned last week, uh, you know, a woman and a man could be in the same house and she still could be lonely. Right. So that engaging Correct. is what, I want couples to do, you know, let's do a new thing. Let's read together. Let's be together. But it's, we're two different people, really. So it may come across different ways for the two of us. Ambassador, I know this may not be covered in your book, but mm -hmm. it's just a question because you seem very grounded uh -huh. in, in the love space. So for people who are in relationships and they, you know, you may start off one way, mm -hmm. but down the line, you may, things may dramatically shift. Now there's people, plenty of people who can tell you that they overcame that, but some people, they find that to be a stopping point in their relationship. Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for people who have reached that point of weight? This is not how it used to be. This isn't kind of what I signed up for. Okay. Like, how do they approach that and get back to where they can see that, that it may or may not be a possibility, but to kind of get over that hump? Well, first, I think it's really important. Um, the X of the ABCs of love is X-ray, right? Um, so sometimes, D, you really do got to examine the relationship, right? We going through a little traumatic situation. Most importantly, I always start back with self. Everything is grounded and rooted with self. 
So with that being said, when things are challenging, you got to do some self-examination and some self-reflection, right? Because sometimes you want to just say, we want to point the fingers in and put the blame on somebody else. So oftentimes, you know, you got to really get to the drawing board. Let's really acknowledge every problem. There is a root to it. So let's acknowledge what the root is, you know, and maybe we need to step into a counseling rent. Okay, maybe I'm seeing things one way that's viewed or skewed, and then maybe you're seeing it a completely different way. Uh, again, communication is key because, again, we do speak different languages, right? And one thing I encourage couples to do, um, D, on the front end, is take that love language test, girl, because that helps you. Hey, I may not be a gifts person, but you showering me with all them gifts and I don't do nothing for me, right? Where I really want your time. That's what's important for me. But when you can do that as a couple and really get outside of yourself, you know, because when you're making these commitments and really going into it, it should be for the long haul. Hey, and, it's and just some ungrateful. It's just some ungrateful people out here. Uh, <laughs> That's what all this is. You know, I hate, I'm trying to hold my peace over here. Now you said communication and, you know, and I do do a workshop, you know, C before E workshop, you know, okay. uh, uh, you know what that is, uh, communication before expectations. That's right. You know, about my C before E workshop. So, you know what I'm saying? So, but, uh, but, I, but it was a situation the other day, one of my partners, he had then got his girl a gift for her birthday or whatnot. And you know, he just gave it to her. He ain't rap it, he ain't nothing. And she sent him a text message like, hey, you know what, this, you know, like, you know, that, you know, she expected more from, from him. Like, I don't, it wasn't, she didn't say about what the gift was, but she was like, you didn't even rap it, give me a card, uh, nothing, you know, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying? But he done went out and he done got her this amazing bottle of perfume, you know, uh, you know, some kind of expensive, Per perfume, and I felt like it, it. No, it's expensive enough. It don't have to be wrapped. You know, well, I, guess what? It already came in the bag from the store. It, right. That that that's what I'm thinking. And like, so I'm saying, but she's ungrateful to me. You know, it's funny. It's funny that you say that, Magic, because I mean, just like Ambassador said, that some people are not even. They don't even really care about your gifts, mm -hmm. right? They care about the sentiments behind them and the thoughtfulness, right? So in, in, in my view, I do think getting a gift is thoughtful, but it's easy to go into the store and purchase my favorite perfume, but it's not as easy to find something that some, some more, um, more symbolic way to, to show your appreciation and love for me. And right. I used to be in a relationship where he would buy me all kinds of stuff. And I was just like, but it was not stuff that I would wear that I liked. It was stuff that he liked, right? but it wasn't stuff that I would wear that I liked. It wasn't, it, it didn't, it didn't speak to who I was or my personality. I'm not very flashy. I don't, I'm, that's not my style. So if you get me something that's like super flashy or it got labels all on it, that's not going to be me. Right. So does that make me ungrateful? Yes. Um, what, hold, make hold, you very hold, hold, ungrateful. Hold on one second. Let let me get in this you know, because, okay, I, mean, I, I feel like when my dog could have saved a lot of money, he just would have bought the wrapping paper. He ain't had to even just give her a but, roll of wrapping paper. But he also could say, what is, what am I missing out of this? Because apparently she needs something that I'm not giving her. Help. 
It, or no, that's not necessarily true. That's why you can't always be the only one giving people advice. Just her displeasure in that gift may not have nothing to do with that gift. It may not, it may have something to do with how she's feeling in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. How is she feeling in that moment? And it's an opportunity to me. Like, I mean, after you get over there and you ungrateful, whatever, then you gotta come to the table and be like, okay, what was it that you really wanted? Right. That I didn't, you know, that's that that's what I think. So so in my opinion. For, for an example, you know, I always try to be transparent as possible. So a couple of years ago, I had a situation where it was just a, you know, a thank you gift. So I came home. Uh, well, actually, we weren't married at the time, but my wife and I, when we were dating, I just dropped off some nice flowers. But in this particular occasion, they were not roses. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like, okay, you always get roses. You always get roses. You always get roses. Let me find a different flower to kind of make things different, make you feel like, oh, okay, he wanted to try something different. I, I can't remember the exact flower it was, but when I when she came home, she saw the vase, she saw the flowers in the vase, and about five minutes later, she has this look on her, you know, her demeanor shift, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? She was like, well, I noticed you didn't bring roses this time. <laughs> so I looked at her and I told her, I said, you know what? Sometimes you got to teach people how to treat you. And that's what I told him. I said, you probably won't get one, none for a long time because you're being ungrateful. Yeah, this right. wasn't your birthday. And this, this is interesting. This was, I hear a lot of guys say that, though. I hear a lot of guys say, it, like, I don't think y'all looking at the nuances, though. Because, like, she might... I, 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 um, so just just hear me out. Like, I, I, I didn't did it, I'm sure she still was appreciative, but maybe she thought like maybe when she sees those red roses, they they symbolize like they really give her some feels of how you feel about her. And and, and maybe she had she had coined roses being something really special between y'all, right? That don't mean she's on. I coined the coins with my coins. I got what I got with my coins. Like, so, so I was paying attention to the nuances. Now I was truly paying attention to the nuances. Now I was a little chick. She was like, "Hey, you know what? I really like wildlife. I want to be a veterinarian. And and coming up on Valentine's Day, I want to be a veterinarian. And this, that, and third. And she always looking at the cats and the dogs and the birds and stuff. So I happened to be riding one day, coming up on Valentine's Day, and I see on side road they were selling these little turtles. <laughs> and I hadn't, and I hadn't got, and I hadn't stopped, got my car, and I hadn't got her one of these little turtles. And um, and I thought I didn't did the thing. Like I pay attention to the nuances, D Lil on. I'm talking about hey. And she like, and she was so upset about this turtle. This it was a little turtle. I like, hey, look, this is what I got you. Like, you know what I mean? You said, you know what I mean? I'm paying now, you know. So I learned in that situation is you can't, we can't be in the woman's head. We have like, like I don't even want to know anything. You gonna have to tell me. Like, look, I'm not finna try to figure it out. I'm not finna even try because I just need. It, it can be simple if because. Women change their mind, they 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 eyelashes, they have everything every day, and it's like, and we can't keep up. So we just look, just tell me, like, but hey, you do recall that in both of these scenarios, when the woman just told the man, they were ungrateful, because because the woman told him after the fact, though, you got to tell before the fact. I mean, mm -hmm. come on, tell me, look, Valentine's Day coming up, 
and this is what I want. A, B, C, like Rita say. A, B, C. <laughs> this is what I want. I, I want you to wake up, put your socks on. Uh, I want you to go to this particular store, stand in this particular checkout line, get this particular item, bring mm -hmm. it to me, uh, wrap it this way, and these are the words I want you to say when you get it to me. Because if you don't, I'm going to feel some type of way. Then we can say, okay, cool. Magic, okay. have you ever... Did, have you ever seen the meme? It was something that came around probably five years ago. It was a man kneeling down and he had the earth on his shoulder and the woman sitting in the chair she put in the quote, what else you gonna give me? Yeah. <laughs> and he still he's like the giving her the world, but she said, she like, what, the else, what else you gonna give me? I'm yeah, like, what? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. No, ambassador, no, no, I'm, I'm we done. need to give the ambassador the floor because it's, it's getting crazy. Yeah, it's, it's about her. But I want to know in I want to know when you get to the, the letter D, is D for detox. Sometimes y'all got to detox some of these old gifts that you got from Richie back in 2005. This is 2021, baby. But we also have to detox some of the ways that we've been socialized because like what Magic was just saying, what he did was very thoughtful, but what she had in her mind for Valentine's Day was what she's been socialized to believe is a, is a display of love. You know, and mm. so it, it could have really been, I, I mean, I don't know how the conversation went, but in that situation, I feel like it could have really been Magic saying, you want to be a veterinarian. And, and you love animals. This is this is this is me being thoughtful, and this is you. Yeah, being technically ungrateful, but I think that's a part of her us being needing to be deprogrammed in some ways from what we believe it should be versus what it really is. Do you make a valid point? Because see, in their last segment, we talked about baggage again. Okay, that mm. one carry on is free. But then after that, I got a charge. I got a charge. <laughs> so that's exactly. just like you said, you know, her display of love is all of this, you know, you gotta, it has to be this certain way or it's not enough. That thoughtfulness, that was enough. You know, I went out my way to do this for you. It don't mean you don't appreciate it, but I, I do want you, like he said, you got, I'm giving you the world. You know, and I'm giving it to you the best way I know how to, right? So you got to give people credit for really where they are. But then you could be that new experience for that person in, and just swag it out a whole new way. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. I didn't bring you roses because of whatever. I wanted to show you a new type of flower. It's more flowers than the rose, baby. Right. But See, but but even just the way you communicated that is completely different than oh, both right. of them saying you just sound great for whatever. Like <laughs> use that game you used to get her to yeah. finesse her in that moment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like let her know. Like I hey, didn't you use no game. <laughs> right. I was just the rabbi. You're right. Yeah. You know, I, I, <laughs> I oh, okay. Well, we got. <laughs> hey. So, oh, so that's a good point, y'all bringing up right now, because I would like to know from both of y'all ladies. Do y'all, because I hear a lot of women say they choose to fall for game. Not that they just fall for, they say can't no guy run game on them, can't no guy pick them up, like they, like they, you know, like they choose to go. I think differently. I mean, you know, like uh, some people just got a little that sauce that you just got to dip, you got to stick your finger in, you know what I mean? So now, so do y'all feel like 
a guy can pick y'all like you, you weren't even trying to be picked up and he come and he, you know, he hit you with that whoop the whoop and you, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, are the three, what are the three, three stacks say, you know what I'm saying? That whoop the whoop, I forget the line, but, uh, the whoop the whoop, the all the bleep the bleep. Right. Right. So, so can you handle, uh, a very charismatic, uh, charismatic guy that comes and just says all the right things, and you don't fall for the game. Ambassador, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna let you let you have it, and then I'll respond after. <laughs> okay, cool. So first, I want to start off by saying I was raised by a man. My father raised me. Okay, my dad is a DJ, one of Akron's finest. And so when I tell you, I was raised by a man, I didn't seen it. So growing up, uh-huh. you know, it ain't like you too slicking, but you gonna hear what he talking about, you know what I mean? And just like anything, if it sound good at that time, I might bite, you know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, you might got me. But the truth is, yeah. you know, having been raised by my father, he really had already put me on game you know, about how to do things. I have a lot of older cousins. Mm-hmm. So I've seen the game being played. So my cousin always said, you can fall prey. Now don't get it, you know, like we just exempt it, you know, cause shoot, sometimes it sounds right. <laughs> you rolling with it, you know what I mean? So, I, you know, I just, I, I, you, I'm not gonna say that you don't fall prey. You know, been there, done that, got my t-shirt, okay? It sound good, I was down. You know, but I thank God I was raised by a man because then, you know, your intent is like, boop, boop, boop. Okay, he coming with that. Let me, you know. So I think when I was, when I was referencing it, I wasn't meaning game in the sense of like running G, just like playing games, right? I meant like that finesse, that charm, all of the things that you use to impress her in the beginning in the way that you, you talked to her and helped her to get it, let her guard down or whatever it may have been you should still use that throughout like and use that level of sensitivity and like girl let me just work you because you just be in your feelings type mm-hmm. stuff not in a dishonest way or the I'm trying to run game type of way because yes we all done got games ran on us and sometimes you be a willing participant you be like I know you on that board. <laughs> <laughs> like it. a willing participant energy try it out try but, it out yeah you know what I'm saying so I ain't I ain't gonna try to act like I'm too good to, to, to fall for some game. So let me ask, ask you this, uh, Miss Ambassador of Love. Do you feel just off the top of your head and your experiences uh, being a, an Ohio player since I heard <laughs> you said Akron? <laughs> do you think that it's more uh, prevalent for a dad to be in a young girl's life or a woman to be in his son's life when it comes to dating as an adult? Are the things that they learn and pick up and to you utilize as far as dating when they become grown? Um, well, you know, first, okay, so now being raised by my dad, that was a great thing. You know, he taught mm-hmm. me the things that I feel are solid in a relationship, stability. My dad always was a really good provider, you know, so I never missed anything. Now, as mm-hmm. far as his relationships, sometimes you know, I've seen them be with several different women at one time. You get what I'm saying? So that wasn't healthy. I've seen plenty of people get hurt. You get what I'm saying? So that taught me some lessons myself, right? 
And I, you know, sometimes your parent can tell you everything to you blue in the face, but it's only real when you have your own experience, right? So I feel, exactly. you know, that a mother does a job in teaching her son, you know, some of the qualities that a woman like, you know, caring for, opening the door, just that shivery piece, right? And then a man for his daughter, you set the tone sometimes in the type of men, you know, that your daughter goes after, right? You don't want to be your, get the man that's just like your dad, but you do find qualities, you know, in my relationship, I want a man to provide and, you know, bring us a level of stability. I want you to go hard, love your family, you know, so I feel we need both, right? Because everybody has a job. And you guys made a valid point last week about raising, okay? We, you know, you need, what we say, you 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 got the seed and somebody has yeah, to water the seed. that, right? To grow. So I wasn't raised with my mother, but I have women in my life who taught me how to be mm -hmm. a good woman. And so- That's you know, it, it can come from everywhere. And I'm the type of person I can, you know, if you say it's hot, I ain't going to touch it because I saw you. You get what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. I, I've been watching and I'm taking what I want to take from that situation. Correct. Because I'm in a unique experience um, for back to this original statement because I was raised by a mother. Okay. So she taught me the game. It, in my opinion, very well, but at the same time, now I'm raising the daughter. Nice. So I give advice from the experience of me mixed in with a little bit of spice from my mom. Okay. And um, I can remember experience, we were sitting down talking, uh, well, it was one of my nephew's birthday. And my sister uh, looked at my, my daughter, she may have been five, and just out of somewhere, she might've been joking, but she made the statement. She said, Mar make sure you marry somebody rich. And I looked and I'm like, hold on now. <laughs> whoa, 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 don't, don't. And we actually got into like a, a literal argument right there at the kid's birthday party. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't, don't teach her that. As you being a, her aunt and you're not marrying nobody rich and your husband's sitting right there, why would you say that? I just really want to say this point too. When you said that, when you say marry rich, are we talking about material? You get what I'm saying? Correct. Because you got all of this material stuff, you still checked out mentally. It could be so exactly. many things. So you got to be mindful. That's why it's like, you know, even with black and white, you got to judge that person for real by their character. Mm -hmm. You trying to base it off of, oh, because he got the, the nigga with the, the Lamborghini and doing all this. Mm -hmm. So maybe treat you like garbage, right? Probably going to you. Yeah, no. <laughs> but the gonna choke you because he feel like you know, uh, money does give men an added sense of power, a uh, sense of dominance. And once a man feel the power, like I don't know if you ever had got a like a hundred thousand dollar check at one time, like, but I know the first time that somebody put a check in my hand for over a hundred thousand dollars, um, like you, boy, listen. I'm talking about like it even I mean it make everything different all the way down to the sex. It make the sex different. I mean, like uh you go a little harder. Uh, like so dating a man that feeling that don't understand 
uh, these certain emotions and don't know how to gauge these certain emotions with this kind of power. Uh, a powerful man that can't handle his powerful is very dangerous. Mm -hmm. I agree. but I, And what I wanted to uh, conclude with that last uh, statement between my sister and I, I was just wanted to let her understand that my job is me being my father's father is to teach her to find somebody who wants to grow with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have all the tools that you need to be successful, but don't seek my number one priority as, a, as an adult is to marry a man who's financially well off because I'm going to have that security. I mean, if he has it and you have it and you meet somebody and he meets all your love languages, he meets your communication with love and you all can build and, and have a family, then so be it. But I think, like you saying now, when D-Love spoke about the social uh, love languages that we see today, somebody might say, hey, well, you know, uh, like the guy Kevin Samuels, you know, I, I'm a nine, so I deserve somebody who should make six figures. I should, I, a high value man did that in the third. And I think, think generationally, we got to change the message to probably how our parents raised us um, in the 80s and, and 70s, et cetera, that you want to find somebody that's going to really love. If that person really does love you, they're going to do what it's going to take to make everybody happy in their home. That's what I honestly believe. If you don't have a degree and you knowing me having a degree is going to help bring more income in, in, in this, in that particular example, that husband or that, or that woman, that wife, she's going to figure out a way. Maybe she won't want a four-year degree. Maybe she'll say, well, I'll go get a trade. I'll go right. do something so I can make this house move hey, a little let's smoother. Let's put a pen right here, darling. Let's, let's, let's put a pen right here because uh, because you were talking about what to teach your daughters to look for. First of all, like I got two daughters and I teach my daughters uh, not you don't look for anything, you know what I'm saying? You start preparing yourself. Same thing I told my sister, you start preparing yourself. You know, it's going to be a husband that finds you, you know, so uh, so, it, so it's a lot of women out here like they want to be a wife, but they don't even practice being, you, you just can't just be a great basketball player. You have to practice being a wife, like you got to practice being a husband. Like even 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 when you don't have one, you have to practice these things. You just can't just wake up and be somebody's wife one day. You hadn't practiced these things because once you figure out how to be a wife by yourself or be a husband by yourself, then when you meet someone or your, your husband finds you, then you got to learn how to be his wife not just a wife, then you got to turn around and learn how to be his wife. But if you hadn't been practicing on being a wife, the, uh, you're going to have, you're going to struggle when you transitioning to be his wife. Because just because you a wife doesn't mean that you know how to be my wife. So you have to practice. Why practice at all? Why not um, just practice? Why not just practice on being a good person and practice on getting your life in order and practice on the becoming a whole you? So yeah. that when you meet someone and you can learn about them and learn about what their desires are and what they believe marriage is. And one of my aunts told me a long time ago, and she's been married for years and I, it's not necessarily my ideal marriage, but they've been married for my whole life. And um, she said the most important thing to remember when you, before you get married to someone is to understand what their expectation is of marriage. Because some, some, she was like, some men feel that, um, that, monogamy is not really as important as taking care of the home. 
if I take care of the home and you don't ever have to want for nothing, the kids don't ever have to want for nothing, then me not being monogamous is not necessarily, should, should not necessarily be a deal breaker. And so what she was saying is like, you need to understand, make sure that that person, your view of marriage and that person's view of marriage align. But I think like we spend so much time as young women and young people thinking about who our mate will be, but ultimately you should just not necessarily be focused on being a good wife, but being focused on being a whole and good person. So that when you come into that relationship, you're not draining that person because you have some void that you thought marriage was going to fill. But I think, I think everybody starts out that way. But I think once we, like we tapped on about meeting that smooth operator <laughs> that, that gets you into that circle and then they break your heart and then now you become scolded and you become hardened and now you forget the original goal was to just be a person, not try to look at the red flags when I first met somebody that, you know. So I agree with what you're saying. I just believe throughout the, the walks of life, we come into these different relationships and meet these different spirits and it withers away year by year, relationship by relationship. And once we look up and we say, oh my God, I'm 35. Oh my God, I'm 40. I don't have kids. I'm tired of going to the family reunion and everybody asks me when I'm going to get married. So the next smooth Joe that come around and be smooth again and you know show you the left hand but don't know what the right hand doing now you stuck absolutely but so but you, you know I think to be somebody's wife doesn't fix that right but what, what I actually think is it's nothing wrong with identifying the type of person that you would like to be with because ultimately you should say mm -hmm. you need to think about what your what your what your parameters are because you're going to experience right. a lot of different relationships before you get to the relationship that you, the person that you end up marrying. So you should, exactly. you should think about who you want to be with. You should think about their qualities and you should think about while you still should be working on yourself as you're engaging in relationships, you should understand that a person cannot exchange space with you and energy with you unless they are exhibiting certain qualities. Because ultimately, if you just, if you mm -hmm. just say, Hey, he liked me and he cute. And that's the only thing that you're looking at, then ultimately that's what's going, you know, result in you getting drug or being, you know, being in a bad situation. True. And you hey. got to unpack your baggage too. You know, like he said, you've been in plenty of relationships, right? And you, then you got to go inward. What is mm -hmm. it about me? You know, a lot of times we find out that you just want to be pressed to be with somebody, be yep. with yourself. And like you said, once you with yourself and you solid and you meet that person, we got to date a little bit, y'all. We don't date no more. You know, you just mm -mm. meet somebody and you just, <laughs> boom, we right there. But let's date. Hey, let's it's, levels to, it's levels before you even get yeah. to dating. Like, I can't hey. even say we in a relationship. Like, so, like, I'm not even finna say we in a relationship. And a lot of women get married because I said, I'm not finna say we in a relationship. Like, we're going to chill. And if the body of work that we, uh, if the body will work after a year's time, so then we say, you know what, we'd have been through this together, we'd have been through that together, we'd overcame that. So now we can come to say that now we have a relationship. Now now we can put, aside because we've been through enough, the body of work says that we are in a relationship. Not that I met you and I like you oh. and what well, why, why would I go through anything with the person? Why would I go through hills and valleys and lows and ups and downs? We're not in a relationship. We're not Relationship, we shouldn't be going through nothing. We should be going nah, through but so that look at the word relationship. So, so but we shouldn't uh, be going through nothing. 
Okay, well, listen, D. John, D. Love John, look, look up the definition of relationship. Mm-hmm. Just look up the definition of it. Yeah, but I know what the definition of relationship is, but when Uh, you're in a relationship, you know that that means something different. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. I mean, anybody in your life is a relationship, good, bad, or otherwise. But I'm talking about when you talk about in a relationship, we know what that means. Right. right? So it's it's, it's, it's levels. And you're gonna go through things. We're gonna see if we like each other. We're gonna see, you know what I'm saying? I might not like the way you chew your food. Then we don't have to be no, we just can't meet each other and be in a relationship. Like yeah, we, you know, I agree, but we shouldn't be going through no no ups and downs and highs and lows. You're going you, to. If you why should I why should I take myself through anything with anybody who has not set their intention on what is going on in this situation? Well, it ain't them, it's life that's taking you through it. No, it's the relationship. <laughs> okay, go Ambassador Long got something to say. <laughs> Ambassador. Please. Get together. Okay, so just as my baby D love said, this is it for real. We are too old to be playing games. You know when you meet that person, if this is somebody I want to roll with, Mr. Hunter, we ain't got time to be playing around. You know, we get to a point if you, you know, we didn't date it, you know, we we getting to know one another, we on the phone all night. You're building while we're, you build a friendship first. That's the F. We got to get that friendship. You want your life partner to be the person you can kick it with. If we got to have a happy hour day, you off work, we meet up at two o'clock. If this is where we going somewhere downtown Atlanta kicking it, that's what we're doing. Hey, you bringing back memories now, blue flame. I'm just saying we building. You get what we were building. Don't worry about that. It was all about building. But you got to take time to really get to know that person. And then as you guys are growing, it's like a jail. And eventually y'all get here and you locked and loaded. And it's like, when you make that commitment, that's when you serious. If this is what we going to do, you ready? I'm ready. Let's roll. Ain't no need to keep playing. Because if you still in the midst of wanting to play, you ain't really ready to be trying to get settled with anybody for real. But I like to add to that that you know uh, well I agree with the quote me, many may not but I always believe by men set the tone women set the pace, and I like to use the example where a man you ever seen a man propose to a young lady and she doesn't say no I mean doesn't say yes because she's setting the pace now he's showing her how serious he is mm-hmm. but she's still like no <laughs> not right now. You know, so I understand what Magic is saying. I actually I agree with what everybody is saying, but I look at it kind of like when a man meets a young lady, and then I think within maybe the the next week, she calls her homegirl like, "Girl, what you doing? Oh, nothing. Invite old boy from the club over. I'm cooking some lamb chop. You that too soon? Like, you cook like lamb chop? You got to How long you got to wait on yeah, lamb chop? Yeah, I'm Rabbi, exactly. But now a week, but saying a week, the first of all, you bring some lamb chop. Second, you you buy some nine dollar a pound lamb chop for some Negro you probably ain't gonna see in the next quarter. So you not you got a patience. Say let's do coffee and scones first. You know what I'm saying? Eat these, you know, somewhere at an art festival or something. Let's gradually get to where we're going. And, And I guarantee you, when you're going into these dates. You can see how that person responds to certain situations. You know what I'm saying? If he tripped because somebody gave you the wrong change back out of your $50, you're like, 
He a little off. Like, no, he ain't about his money. You trying to fight this man over 50 cents. Right. I need mine. You know what I'm saying? So, that's not a great example, Rabbi. That's, that, that's a, a perfect example. example. You that's might not, not like it. You used to like the guy on the date. I that's not like that's a, I make sure my I make sure my little girl don't bring no Negro like you to the house. Hey, you Rabbi. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. Wait, I wait, need wait, mine. Wait, wait. Wait, because no, you said a lot, but I wanted to just point something out. So I have no problem with somebody saying, look, I'm just chilling. I'm trying to get to know, let's be real casual. Let's kick it. Let's meet up when we can, whatever, whatever. But I think that the same people who say those types of things then will also want the benefits of a relationship without being in one. Mm -hmm. And so me and, and my age and my level of wisdom, I don't play those games. Yes. I'm like, I'm happy to get to know you. Come on, to be friends, but we will do friend things. Like you won't get invited to my house. We won't be chilling like that. It won't be none of that because we just cool. We just feeling each other out, and that's cool and that's perfect. But when you want those benefits of a relationship, you have to be willing to say, you know what, this is what I want. Hey, yeah. I, hey, I thought I sent you a text for one day. I sent y'all a text about how uh, uh, a man a lie and say that. Uh, they're in a relationship for whatever reason, uh, and uh, women uh, do whatever just to say that they, I, I forget how it go, I forgot. I gotta read it, that's why I sent it to you. But I really wanted to just- You must, you said that. to be happy with the woman, to be happy with the woman, you must love her a lot and not try to understand her at all. Oh, that ain't the one. Wait, it's like, it's like three texts back. I know, but Ambassador, what were you trying to say? I was really wanting to say clarity, right? Again, I want to talk about my personal experience because you, you, get, you can talk about the shoes you've walked in, right? I met my mm -hmm. partner in 2017, but life didn't have us to connect until 2019, okay? We lived in two different states. And so he actually started, he began to fly me back and forth. And that's how we dated long distance Watch out now. but re what the one thing i wanted to get on is clarity d love right when i visited him for the first couple of times one day we were going to have some lunch and i shared with him you know what what is it that you really want and i just shared with him being very clear i want to be married and if you're not wanting to be married or growing with someone then that's not me by the end of that weekend, you know, he shared with me, I want everything that you want. And so we built on that. And here we are years, a year later. It's such a blessing. We're not married, but we are living together. And it's just a beautiful thing to have my friend. But we are working towards, you know, we built this foundation. And it's just so ref refreshing when you can be clear. Right. But again, D, we had to go through some things, right? To mm. be able to really can lock down what it is that you really want. And so for me, you know, I I I I really can say you definitely want to be clear. Yeah. But for me, I believe it's important to set the tone. You know, we didn't play, like you said, with these years of wisdom. I, I don't want to play anymore. I, I want that one. I'm ready to roll if that's what you're ready to do. Unless you know, make that commitment and move forward. Okay, and I'm not yeah. mad at anybody who ain't ready. Like, but just don't, but just understand that I am 
and you will we will have to operate in a different space if that's not what you want and that don't mean that i'm really ready for you because you might not be the person but like let's 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 work our way to that but we need to be on the same page ambassador so i found it so true or false ambassador men fake a relationship for an orgasm women will fake an orgasm for a relationship yeah. Mm. I don't know how a man can fake an orgasm though. Well, I ain't want to say the other word. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand what you was you didn't being politically correct, but I'm trying to respond. I'm saying men will correct. fake fake a relationship. <laughs> uh, hey, men hey, will fake a relationship for a good time with that woman, and a woman. Oh, will fake, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah. so, and a woman will fake. A good time with that man for a relationship. Mm-hmm. I you, think men will, but a man won't. I was gonna. I really was gonna say men fake a relationship just to be get just just smashed. To get in the good, yeah. You know, you just they fake a relationship to get smashed. So they will tell you, you know what? I do want to get married one day. I do, and you know, and I do see you like that. Just yeah. gone, you know, but. Now, with that being said, and with the times we're in, with the corona, I think that men, and especially men in Atlanta, they have been abusing the coronavirus. Um, because now, uh, when you get uh, when you get a young lady like D. Love Jones, then she say, hey, you know what? I'm so afraid of this coronavirus. I'm not going anywhere. That's fine. Well, you know, uh, let me, you know, let me come on. Through, you know what I'm saying? So, and we, and, 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 and they, have been they have been finessing the coronavirus. They have been abusing the coronavirus. You calling them wrong, Magic. I call them the pandemic boys. Them pandemic boys. <laughs> I think, yeah, man, I, man, women, women, nothing, nothing really changes to me. Like, nobody should be up in your home unless you have, a, a, I mean, and I, you know, I'm just super cautious of that. Like, Half the time, you don't even know where I live or what side of town I'm really on, for real, for real. Okay. But like, nobody should be up in your home just because it's in in a pandemic. That's even more reason. Let's do some virtual dates, okay? You can Facetime me. We can get to know each other. But you don't need to be up, up at my crib. You don't need to. What? Hey, virtual. If I was your daughter, you'd approve. If I was your daughter, you'd approve. Tell me, tell me you wouldn't. You yeah. you talking to me? <laughs> you like it's too much technology for you to be letting some random dude up in your house in your space. No, I agree. No, Come I agree. On now. Yeah, so. when it comes to my daughter, I agree, but not. Well, then me. you need to agree for women because it is no different. Double standards. There is it no is under, it, but that also understandable standard. double standards. Standards. You gonna make the rabbi? You gonna make the rabbi date you on the screen? Oh Lord! I, I, the rest, I want to see listen. you and touch you. I want to hold you, D Lord. I don't want to just. You know what? Listen, but those things, those those things will be appropriate at appropriate times, right? But we're not going to advance right. the timeline because we're in the middle of a pandemic. That's right. Like we we inventive and creative about how we want to engage with each other. But my thing is, the recommendations that you have for grown women should be the same recommendations you have for your for your daughters. Because they will become grown women and men will do them the same way. Oh, yeah. So it's no double standard because what you're putting out, you need to realize that it will come back. 
Hey, I have to prepare my daughters for that. I can't, you know what I mean? Cause men gonna be men, women, women gonna be women. But I hate when women tell me what somebody's gonna do. I, okay, that's fine. They gonna have to hold on their own. I'm gonna have to tell them. I, I'm not gonna be able to walk this walk with you. You gonna have to be able to make great decisions. So you it will happen to you. Can't but... make great decisions as a man. You can keep in mind that I. This is someone's child. This is someone's daughter. This is someone who you know in the same reflection of my child. So I'm not gonna do. I'm not. I'm not saying that you will do that because I don't know how you operate in relationships. But I'm just saying. No, I'm perfect. Saying, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> he, he said it. He said it. Not say no. <laughs> right. No loss. I'm just saying the same. <laughs> right. The same I'm perfect. way. Who? Uh, who wouldn't love me? Here we go. Well, I wanted to say this point. A wise woman told me, "Go by what you see, and not what they say." Okay, so you can talk all this jazz and sound good again, but what are you showing me, right? You know, what's the action? Mm -hmm. You telling me, like you said, you want to be with me, you fake, but it's only convenient when it's after an out, a certain time of the day or that you can be involved. You get what I'm saying? So we have to take that into account. And just like the rabbi said, you know, people will treat you how you allow them. If you know, hey, if you allow me to go on a date and know you acting crazy, giving me my crazy, this change back. Yeah, I got you. I see what you about. You know, you show me you can spaz out real quick. And you, you talking about who, who who gave the change back? Hold on, because maybe I'm lost. Oh, Lord, no, you on a date. It's just an example. The, yeah, it's an, an example. Oh, 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 but who gave Bobby the change? But who gave the change back? Was the waitress or uh, was her? She was like, you know what? Uh, Triple uh, OG. I gave her the money to pay, and I walked walked off, and I came back. She didn't pay. She just put the change in her pocket. Like what? Oh, happened? she was saying somebody gave you back the wrong change, and change. you spazz out. The whole point was about the about the way. Oh, yeah, that means he gonna spazz out on you. Right. No, and not. Yes, he will. No, no, he that don't mean that. See, y'all yes, paranoid. If you don't yes, have patience, tolerance for for human beings. In 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 the, in a tight situation, you're not gonna have patience and tolerance for the person that you with. No way. Love for love, you will. Love change. Love no, love can bring the best you. out of you, and love can bring the worst out of you. Right. So, and, but half the time, when people are frustrated, they will go out and put on a face for the world, and come home and treat their spouse like mm -hmm. trash. Exactly. So, uh, sure the same way that person spends, you gotta take note. Because uh, if they frustrated and you in the house with that person, it's very likely that they might spaz on you. That's real. Be loved, though. I'm just saying, well, the ambassador gave me the green light, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, definitely, it definitely has been a pleasure, Ambassador of Love. It's 12 o'clock. I don't know if you all want to extend it to some other key points that you want to speak to, D-Love, our ambassador of love, our big goo. You have any any Russian roulette questions for the ambassador before she leaves? Hey, let, me, let, let, me, let, me, let me give her a hard one. Uh, yeah, give her a tough one. <laughs> give her a tough one. Uh, let's get it. Let's, let's find one. Uh, okay. Now, this is a tough one, and it's a real insensitive one. Okay. So, so you know, like, look at look at D. Love John. It's it's a real insensitive one. You know what I mean? So, you know, I want to leave you with something that you about think about throughout the week. So, I, so, so we definitely gonna go here. Uh, if the father of your kids is trash, does that make you a trash bag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, everybody is special. Okay, big goo. Everybody is special. 
but you just chose wrong. And you said children, so we ain't talking about a singular situation. We talking about plural. You know, plural. anything like my grandmother, you know, she married her husband twice so she can have all the kids by the same man. Now, that was back in the day, you know, but he wasn't no good. She got tired of his behind and eventually she let, his, she let him go, you know, or they went their separate ways. And you're um, saying this about your granddad. Man, he ain't. You said your granddad was no good. I'm, I'm just saying. He, <laughs> it, it, they grew apart. I thought I was insensitive. <laughs> they, <laughs> they grew apart. Again, you, you got the, the premise of what I was saying. She loved right. him enough so that she can have all her children by the same man. Okay? Yeah. She married him twice. Yeah, he had that's good solid. genes. Yeah, that's, that's what she wanted. He but make pretty babies. At the end, you know, they got three beautiful children, but at the end of that, I seen my grandmother be a strong woman, blossom, have businesses, and move forward. Uh, but, you know, now I ain't going to say you a trash bag. You just, you just choosing wrong. You know, you just want some attention because you ain't, you ain't thinking about yourself. You know, you just, you, you looking for that attention in that moment. So nobody's a trash bag. All right. Hey, <laughs> D-Lo uh, hey. The next week, D Love John, we're gonna have to do the D Love John snack challenge. Uh, what is this? Hey, we're gonna do the D Love John snack challenge. Uh, <laughs> where you know where where you gonna have? I want you to list your top five of snacks you might like. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, men why like your top five like type of guys. Uh -huh. you know, oh, okay. Oh, See, I'm the wrong person to do that because no, I'm you're the perfect person. Qualities, right? That's like, great. Listen, well, that's it's your, your snack. snack. Everybody, everybody don't like everybody don't like uh, chips for snacks. Some people like celery. So you, you know, if that's your, <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> if that's your pedigree of snack, then hey, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. ain't no cookie cutter situation, baby. Yeah, exactly. Right. Looking at, I'm what's what's inside of him. What's in his mind and his heart and his spirit. Right. That's that's what matters to me. Go. Yeah, uh -huh. we're definitely going to do the D-Ludge on snack challenge. You know what I'm right. saying? We're going to see what that's about. Hey, hey, uh, but I thank you, though, uh, uh, Miss Ambassador. You know, we definitely, we had, you know, we had definitely enjoyed you. Uh, and you definitely brought a new element uh, to us. I think, uh, I think uh, D-Ludge on enjoyed you more than me and Tay. Like, she... Well, yeah, she didn't, she didn't let us talk as much today, so yeah, she enjoyed it more than we did. Right. So. I, had a, I had backup, so I could just pivot to her, like, hey, back me up, sis. Right, so and I don't know. I like we have that. Right, so you know, so uh, so anytime, you know, lady that you want to, you know, join us, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm cool, you more than welcome, or, uh, you know, I think they like you. I don't know how y'all feel. No, it's of course, been a, it's of been course. Well, well, Miss Ambassador, if you don't mind, before you before we depart, can you please leave your your uh, IG information and platform, social media, so everyone can reach out and if they have any questions for your books or where to find your books, they can get in contact with you. Absolutely. Well, I my main platform, you guys, is totally Facebook. 
I do have a podcast. It's called Keep Calm and Simply Your Journey. Uh, just really focusing on everybody's journey is their own, right? It's not a cookie cutter situation. Uh, but you can find me for sure on Facebook. That's Retha, R-E-T-H-A. And my last name is Lewis. That's L-O-U-I-S. And be on the lookout. Valentine's Day is approaching us. Uh, you know, it's still about business at the end of the day. So we got to capitalize on those moments in markets, right? Uh, so the ambassador of love, I want to say thank you. Relationships are us for sharing such a great platform with me. I love what you guys are doing. And D, it was truly a pleasure. It's a beautiful thing to see another solid sister right? A sister. That's who we are. And, you know, I'm excited because I love to see my Black men doing something. You know, when you look at the narrative in the world, we are so ridiculed. You're not enough. But I salute my Black brothers, my sisters, and Black History Month is every day, y'all. So we just do what we're doing by waking up every day, thanking the Lord for giving us grace and I always say happy new days, y'all. And so I want to leave y'all with this last thing. I have this book. It's called A Hundred Notes to Share. And it says, I love us. So every day or every couple of days, I just pick a random quote out of my book. And I might leave it on the stairs for my partner, but I like to do something spontaneous and be new. Okay, mm -hmm. so when I just do a random quote today, when he get back, he gone doing his own thing. But when he gets back, I'll leave a little note and it says, you are my personal hotspot. So I want to end with that. You have to be creative and continue to know that love is simple. It's about communication and maturity. So let's grow this thing. Let's continue to love and let's do a new thing, y'all. We looking for longevity, not overnight. Love it. Peace, love, and hot spot. All right. See y'all. Thank you. Have a good Thank birthday, you. Mr. Honey. See y'all.